It was with a great sense of joy last week that I heard of, I can't pretend I watched the match, but that I heard of Sligo Rovers win in the league title for this year. I suppose we all like to see the local team do well. Indeed, I suppose Sligo's success in recent years, even in Gaelic football, is a source of joy for us. I'm sure it is for you. The story of the famous Glasgow football club, Celtic FC, is fascinating. It was founded in 1887 by an Irish Marist brother called, very unusual name, Brother Walford. And Brother Walford began the club specifically with the intention of using it as a means to fundraise for the poor. To alleviate the poverty that was rife in Glasgow at the time, mostly among the immigrant Irish, it must be said. And specifically, he called his charity the Poor Children's Dinner Table. Anyhow, I'm sure that when I mentioned Celtic, somewhere in your brain, some thought turned to their so-called arch-rivals, Rangers. We kind of imagine the world in that way a little bit, don't we? In opposites. What gives Celtic their core identity, why they really draw people in maybe is they're the Catholic club while Rangers are the Protestant club. Identity is everything. But what happens when one side disappears? When we have no rival anymore, how then do we tell who we are? You know, in a way, that's kind of like what it's like being a Catholic in Ireland today. We might be identified as being traditional, conservative, maybe unenlightened, or stuck in the past. And we might even feel a little bit like this ourselves as we come along maybe to Sunday Mass, even on a regular basis. So we're faced then, what does it mean to be a Catholic? Especially if we choose carefully not to define ourselves in terms of the groups who are not Catholic. Then it becomes a very difficult question to answer. Because when we think Catholic, in our mind we might compare it to being Protestant. Or in our pluralistic, multicultural world, we might say, well, I'm not Hindu and I'm not a Muslim. Whatever. So if we can't take refuge in the safe place of comparing ourselves with others, then again, what does it mean to be a Catholic? Maybe it means that you're a good person. But sure, aren't there people who aren't Catholic, but are great people. Maybe it means that you're a Christian. But aren't there people who are wonderful Christians, 
and they're not Catholic. So there are answers then to this question. What does it mean to be a Catholic? Answers that may be even regularly on our own lips. They're kind of safe answers. But they don't really give us an insight into what being a Catholic really is. My understanding, which I hope is based very clearly on the Church's own understanding, is that being a Catholic first and foremost means to be a part of the Church. In other words, it means that my faith is not really mine at all. And we could even go so far as to say that it's not even ours. It's not even belonging to the community of faith. But rather that my faith is, or our faith is, is a sharing in Christ's own faith. Because Christ is the one who was faithful to his Father, to our Father. So our Father, God in heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Jesus Christ is one God. And this one God sent his Son, the Anointed One, the Christ, if you will, to redeem us, which, by the way, means to gather us again into one humanity as we were at the beginning. And we call this the kingdom of God. And so this Sunday we celebrate Mission Sunday. It's a Sunday in the year when we remember that the church carries on or carries out the mission of Christ to the world. And because we are ourselves already part of one humanity, broken, suffering, imperfect as it is, because by being human ourselves, we already participate in this one humanity. And so it is that we reach out to those who are poor, especially those churches and communities of faith that don't enjoy the relative wealth that we do. And that really is a work of grace, because by being generous with what we have, by putting our money where our mouth is, if you will, our faith is made real and tangible. Because to be Catholic is to be in solidarity with all of humanity, rich and poor alike, white or black, Muslim, Hindu, Catholic, Protestant. We are part of that one humanity. On the 2nd of January 1971, a disaster happened at Ibrox, the home of Rangers Football Club. It's known as the Ibrox disaster because 66 people lost their lives. They were crushed as they were exiting the ground. 
after a game. It was what they call an old firm game, played every New Year's Day or the day closest to it that they can do, in this case the 2nd of January. And on this 2nd of January Celtic had just finished playing Rangers. Anyway, by all accounts, it was a horrific incident. The, the amazing thing is that before the end of that month, on the 27th of January 1971, a fundraiser match was played at Scotland's National Stadium, Hampton Park. The teams were Scotland X1 versus Rangers Celtic Select. The Rangers Celtic Select team were made up of, captained by John Gregg, and included Bobby Charlton and George Best of Manchester United, Peter Bonetti of Chelsea, Jardine, Smith, Henderson, Johnston, McCloy and Kahn of Rangers, and Celtic were represented by Murdoch, McNeil, Johnston, Brogan and Hood. The Scotland X1 team were taken from Jim Crookshank of Hearts, Pat Stanton of Hibernian, Joe Harper and Bobby Clark of Aberdeen, John O'Hare and Archie Gemmell of Derby County, Bobby Monker of Newcastle, Charlie Cook of Chelsea, Tommy McLean of Kilmarnock, Peter Lorimer of Leeds United, Tommy Gemmell and Davy Hay of Celtic, and Ron McKinnon, Colin Stein and Sandy Jardine of Rangers. The Celtic manager, Jock Stein, said, I would like to think that there could be no greater silent memorial to the disaster victims than the joining together of the fans here at Hampton tonight to tumble the barriers which have besmirched Scottish football so often in the past. And the Rangers manager, Willie Waddle, said, this was a Rangers commitment, but we were not left on our own. Celtic rallied to our side immediately. Bobby Charlton personified the willingness of his fellow footballers when he said, I'm thrilled to be asked. Just tell me when you want me and where. Sometimes it's in suffering that we are brought together into that one humanity, imagined for us in Christ Jesus, who suffered and died, that all may be one.